G'day rubbers, it's your boy Blake Laurie and it's time to rub one out with the lads for the weekly rub down. Hello handsome, you care for a rub down? I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lip penis? Very Yeah, g'day rubbers, welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast where we rub down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. You're listening to the Round 22 Matchups, I'm your host, as always, Natty, and with me as always, riding shotgun in the Rubmobile is Wooker, the White Weasel Stats Wizard. Hello. G'day mate, long time no speak. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's been all of, all of two minutes. Um, She's a big you know. fucking night, Tuesdays baby, lots yeah. of podcasting, lots of, ru- just rubbing the skin off it. Mate, oh, I'm going to have to get the salve ball on it or something, mm-hmm. mate. It's, um, it is red raw. That's it. The old tonsils need some lubricating, so. Oh, I'm still get working my way through one of those big cans. They're, um, they're massive. You're cans. a child though. I'm still working my way through this really big can. It's a big one. Bigger than a normal can. Come on, mate. Man up. Drink beer like that. <laughs> half liter of beer. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it, sweetheart? Should we put a nipple on it for you? Put it in a sippy cup? I remember my first beer, bro. <laughs> Oh, fuck, you walked into that one. Oh, God. Oh, you walked into that one. All right, bro, let's uh, let's warm the tonsils up. Get it moving. What are you doing? What are you listening to? What are you watching? Oh, How was the weekend? Talk to me. You'll, you'll, you'll love this. Oh, is it, um, it can't be something else stupid. Harry Potter. What are we, what are we watching now? Seriously. No, no, no. I had, I had a little bit of um, I had two marathons. So the first one, first one's a bit geeky. Sabrina the, the Teenage Witch. The, the mummies. So the um, the mummy one, the mummy two, and um, the, the one with ones. Brandon Fraser. Yeah. I thought it couldn't get any fucking worse than the supernatural and Harry Potter. You hit me with this oh, bullshit. Yeah. This so that, that's the geeky one, and then I had another marathon on Sunday night, and it was under siege. Steven Seagal. No, I love that. That's very good. That's very good. That was that let's, was that was the highlight. Let's fucking rewind. Game. Now I have a really big problem with Brendan Fraser. Like, if I could fight any cele- celebrity, it would be Brendan Fraser. I don't know what it is about him. So what, what is it? Just because he's got a bit of a punchable face, or well, we can start there. We can fucking start there. I hate those mummy movies. I hate him as an actor. I just hate everything about him. I just, I cannot watch any fucking movie with him in it. I have a serious problem with it. So I thought it couldn't get any worse than your Harry Potter marathon. You've hit me with Brendan Fraser. You've, well, I haven't done a Harry Potter marathon. Yeah, you did you, this is what you said last week, wasn't it? You were just like, no, oh, I'm working my way through the Harry Potters or something. No. Fucking steady on. This what, no. What, what were you doing then? You said Harry Potter to me. You uh, you said something about Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter. You, Why am I at the tapes, mate? I have not said Harry Potter. Once. Check the tape, bro. Check the tape. You said you said check Harry Potter. You said I'm Harry not. Potter to me. Check the fucking tape. You were Harry. Something about Harry Potter and Supernatural. I definitely said Supernatural. I'm still working my way through that, but I've kind of 
I can't stomach it for the moment, so moving on to other things. I do love Undersea. So we're talking about number one on the boat with oh, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Yep, yep. Tommy Lee Jones, he's so good in that. Um, oh. And under underrated Gary Busey, um, really good in it as well. Um, Just such a great movie. It's a, it oh. is a fantastic movie. It's um, it's a lot of laughs, a lot of action. The knife work, the knife work from the man. He's oh, fucking. He's, what about the um, the Sheila popping a, out of the, the cake? She's the chef, chef of death. The Sheila that jumps out of the cake is oh yeah, primo. Yep, fucking um, primo. That, that got a couple of rewinds. Don't you worry about that. That's the um, type. That's the type of scene. That if you and this is this won't make any sense for the younger listeners, but when you used to get VHSs from Video Easy, um, that's the t- that's the scene in the movie that has all the scratchiness to it because it's been rewound <laughs> and paused so many times. Yeah, <laughs> VHSs. Wow. Actually, me and the missus were talking about this the other day. We're like, kids these days won't understand what it's like on a Friday night to go to Blockbuster. And have that experience of like picking a movie and you're like, I've got this one. Like, no, that's shit. Pick another one. Then you go up to the counter and you're like, I just want these two. And they're like, oh, but if you get one more recent release, you get eight weeklies. And you're like, well, fuck this. (laughs) You know, you're not going to watch all of them, but you're like, what? I get eight weeklies for a dollar. I'm going to get the fucking eight weeklies for a dollar. Of course I am. Ah, I just miss it. I just miss that whole experience. You're in there with like. 30 other people on a Friday night. Everyone's getting their popcorn, their treats, everything, picking movies. Fuck, so good. Yeah, it's it's kind of a dying dying form. Like It's done. Yeah, it's clo- dead dying. Close, it's close, dead. The closest thing that we can get now is the little um, – have you seen the um, – not the blockbuster, the video easy, um, the, like, the vending machines? Yeah. That's the closest you yeah. get now, and, and that's shit. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Um, so I did allude yeah, to yeah. this last week, uh, The Old Man. Uh, mm. I'm watching that with the missus. It's a very good show. Um, I'm up to the point now where it's being released weekly, which is just, ugh, I just hate it. I just want to binge the fucking thing. But it's got Jeff Bridges in it. Um, love Jeff Bridges. Everything he's, he's in, he's, he's the best. Um, love him in Big Lebowski. In this one, he's like, obviously, he's long on the tooth. He's about 70, 75. Um, he's a retired CIA agent, and he's done something terrible in the past that he's had to go dark and, you know, sort of have up all these safe houses and shit like that. Something happens where they're trying to track him down, trying to get him, trying to kill him, and he just, you know, he's just this fucking gun old dude that's just fucking young blokes up it's so good it's so well done um yeah all the other characters in it uh john lithgow's in it he's the other cia agent trying to track him down so you got jeff bridges and uh john lithgow fuck just such a combo um really enjoying it i've seen some of the shorts but is it is it something like a um like a more serious version of red do you ever watch that red movie? Sort, sort of, sort of. I, I don't think I've seen anything that's like it, really. It, it is your, just your classic um, rogue agent getting tracked down, Jason Bourne mm-hmm. style, you know, that sort of thing. Yep. But um, just really, really, really good. Um, superb acting, uh, really good work on the film. It's obvious like they've spent a bit of money on it. So, yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying that. But I'm sort of straddling between... 
um, that, and I've just finished um, Blackbird, so just waiting on the, the next episodes to come out for this. Um, it's always painful, isn't it? I know. I need something else. I need something else to, to fill the top. Oh, shit. This is something else I watched the other day. Um, it's on Netflix. It's called um, Trainwreck Woodstock 1999. It's a three-episode doco about Woodstock 1999. Oh, now, I don't the know. The missus was watching that. It's about all the, um, the sexual assaults and the all riots, the issues, yeah. the riots were happening. And yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, man. So obviously they tried to replicate Woodstock 69. Just it's never going to happen. Missed the mark. They ended up having it at this old Air Force base. So it was just all asphalt, no rolling greens and trees and stuff like that, which was, you know, the first Woodstock. And the... And the um, the promoters just they didn't have enough clean water didn't have enough sanitation uh didn't have have enough shade fire festival just didn't have enough there to look after the people that had paid their 150 dollars for the ticket so of course after three days of just drug fueled and just not being looked after they just burnt the place to the ground it's yeah and plus You've got a lineup of because late nineties we're talking. This is where metal was, you know, corn and biscuit, mm. metal chili peppers. Like this is the time when you know angst, that sort of teenage angst. So corn was on one of the first nights, and then the last night they had um, Limp Biscuit and Fred Durst was just rowling that fucking crowd up like you wouldn't believe. And he literally just started a huge riot, and it just lasted for the whole night. But yeah, sexual assaults in the crowd and just heaps of hard shit. So. Yeah, definitely give that a watch. That's that's loose. Pretty heavy, yeah. All right, what? Uh, how'd you go on the weekend? Uh, talk to me about Supercoach. Um, so how to win, how to loss. So no, 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 no. Like, as always, I don't off. care about the other leagues. I just want to hear about Loveless. That's what people want to hear. About. No one cares about your well, other look, shit they're leagues. Both, they're both my home leagues. So look, it's. I take offense yeah. to that. That yeah. Well, you should. Um, so I had a, had a loss, had a pretty devastating loss. Um, so I had a, had a couple of bets on. Um, so one of them was a, a player bet. So Vito, um, we had the second highest, fourth highest and sixth highest scorers, um, combined. Ended up getting done with, uh, against the guy who had Munster and Irons. Um, so that was, um, that was a bit rough. Got dusted and you lost got, Keon Kolomitangi, got away with that easy, got, very, yeah. very. We went very light on you, got, so you consider yourself lucky. Got a bit of a, got a bit of a, um, a different sort of, sort of bet as well. So I had um, the loser of the the head to head. I think no, the spine bet was um, have to have three shots of some spirit. Loser's choice. Um, Ten minutes before the draft starts next year. So you won so that one. I, I lost that one as well. Oh no! Oh, but, oh yeah. no! So not yeah. only are you going to be my butler that day. You'll be a drunk ass butler. Correct. Fuck that you is, are you correct. are losing um, the trip away bets hard and fast. Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> I, I've I've made a couple back, so I've I won one against um, Gilman and I won one against I think it was Simo. So they'll be doing the shots with me, I think. Oh yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So you've got who you got this week. Uh, Cleary. Oh, yeah. So Should be an easy overly, win. Not not overly concerned. He has been out doing himself lately, though. He did say three weeks ago that he's done um, and he can't go any further. And look at him now. He's fucking killing it. Yeah, but yeah. look, I, I don't think there's much to much to come from in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, now let's talk about the most important team in the league, my team, the Eskimo Bros. We had a huge fucking win. Like I said in the Waiver Wide Dribble podcast, I'm peaking. I'm doing what I do every year. It's finals. My team's playing well. I put up, what did I put up? 859 points. One of my better scores this year, saving for the, saving those big scores. For when it matters, baby. For I obviously when, had for when you when you don't need it against a guy that was that couldn't even get six hundred. That's bullshit, bro. Because if when I play Hale, I want to bury him. I want <laughs> to embarrass him. I want to make him feel insignificant, and I did that. You Succeeded. So he was he was extraordinarily quiet on the chat all yep. weekend. Obviously, um, captaining. Luttrell uh, was huge, uh, but even if I captained someone else, I still would have won. You could have th- you, you not captained anyone. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, 100%. I could have just not even had a captain and still won. So, yeah. yep, pumped him. I get the week off this week. I also won a player bet. Won the player bet by one fucking point. So, very Ooh, lucky what there. What was the player bet? It was second highest, fourth highest, sixth highest combined. Oh no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was, it was hooker, hooker front row forward versus my hooker front row forward. His two RS versus my two RFs. Halves versus my halves. CTWs versus my CTWs. Uh, fullback versus my fullback, and yeah. it was the highest scorer of each of those categories. So obviously, oh. you know, I had Nat Butcher in my two RF. He got ninety four. I won yeah. that category, and it was whoever got three out of five or four out of five. Whoever won the most categories. So I won three out of five. But the one I won, uh, the third one, which is CTW, I won 74 to 73. So I was very close. So I ended up, and I had a decision to make here. He's got Matty Burton. He's got Sam Walker. He's got Viliami Kikau. It was out of those three. Um, So I deliberated a little bit about that today. um, And I ended up going with Viliami Kikau. He took uh, Britton Nakora. I do like uh, Kikau's run. Over the next, um, so round 23 and round 24, obviously he's playing the Bunnings. He'll be running straight at, straight at Lachlan Ilias in round 23 and round 24, uh, mm, playing, anything, playing anything the Warriors. Uh, yeah, he, and also like the fact that uh, Sean O'Sullivan plays a short and direct to his edge back rower. So I think that's going to be a nice little pickup. And if I picked up Birdo or Sam Walker, I would have to give up Deedon. And I actually like the way Deedon's playing at the moment, and his matchups are really good as well. So. He hasn't got a bad um, run home. So, yeah, I think you made the right choice. Yeah, I think so. And I and with Deedon, I like the way he plays for Supercoach because every time he's 10 metres out, he's got the ball in hand, he wants to score tries. Like, he's he just mm. runs the ball. So, And with my halves, Ben Hunt and... Um, Tommy Deedon, they're two halves that are very similar in, in that aspect. They they both love to run the ball when they're close to the line. So real chalk sniffers. So pretty happy. So, you know, I obviously lost a couple of player bets before that and then made one up this week. So sitting pretty. Yeah, well, I mean, this is this is when you you want to be um, rest on your laurels and be be happy with where you are and, yeah. and don't make any moves. It yeah, just, just, just just sit there and um just be ready. In trail mitt, we trust. That's pretty much yeah, my season. It's, it's literally that is it. That's it. That's uh, it. If, but um, he's the, he, he's he's continuing to deliver. But now is where the run starts to get really hard. Exactly. Well, I will say this: it it's a lot less scary now than it was six weeks ago. Panthers, oh, a lot of injuries. Cowboys, obviously dropping a few games as well. So I'm a little bit. 
a, a little bit happier about that, but it just trail can just do anything at the moment. I was I listening mean, they, to they the still, they still haven't been conceding like big scores, but they yeah they've been letting in a few soft points. Yep. And I was listening to the Blake and the Bar podcast today with Guru and Timmy Williams, and they were talking about trail. And so he had, he made sixty six meters running meters. So yeah. he had sixty six running meters. He had sixteen touches of the ball. Sixteen touches. That's sixty six running meters. It's just like how do you score that many points? Yeah, bro, sixteen touches for a fullback. That's it's hard to do. That's very hard to do mm-hmm. to have that little amount of touches, and then you, well, and then you put think, in. I think I think a lot of the teams would be kicking away from him, um, so he, they don't have to deal with his broken field running. But then you've got so he scored two tries and set up two, so that's only eleven touches where he didn't convert into points for the bunnies. Yeah, he's always been a prolific converter of chances. He just so conserves energy, baby. Like I used to be, I used to be frustrated with how little he does, but now I watch it and I just go, "Don't do anything, bro. Just do wait, less. just wait, just watch, just watch, just watch." And when your moment comes and you pick that moment, because he's got all that, he's saved all that fucking energy. Yeah, he's just unstoppable. He's just unstoppable when he's up and running. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm so confident that he could put up put up a big score against the Panthers and Cowboys. It just has to, he just has to have those opportunities. If they arise, he'll take them and then he'll score well. Yeah, and he's that type of player. He's built for big games. So, um, and he's come out and said um, recently that yeah, it's he loves the pressure, and mm. look, it's, he delivers when he's in those pressure situations. And look, I think I'm erect. I'm not, I wouldn't I'm erect. be disappointed if I had him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The other thing is, and we talk about this walk a lot um, in the preseason. He's a guy that I, I actually really enjoy watching him play football. I'm a really big Latrell Mitchell fan. Um. I love what he's about. I love his aggression. Um. And I never miss a Bunnies game because I like to watch him. And now you know he's in my Supercoach side. He's my captain week in week out. It just makes that draft experience even better. Mm, yeah. Perfect example of it. So obviously that was my highlight of the round. What was yours, bro? Um, Not many because well, you lost. Yeah, it's, it was it was tough to tough to watch. To be honest, um, I mean, it was it w- was good to see a few players coming. Dewey, up Dewey and, was that was pretty good. Oh no, no, he completely yeah, fucked it. So for I, I, I I anchored my round with Dewey as captain. Um, <sighs> it was it was always going to be a bit of a hail mary like that. But um, my other option as captain was Tapanay, who also got always so. vice captain a ninety nine. I looked at that and I was like, what is he doing? It's ninety nine yeah. points. Yeah, well, uh, like I didn't when I put the VC on. I, yeah, I should have just dropped the player and took the took it. But anyway, and and you had one fucking job to do, bro. Just win, because you know what happens now. What we wanted on this podcast was was a grand final, a weekly rub down grand final. All you fucking had to do was win. I told you, I told you this. I said I'll be there. I'll win. I'll be there. I'll see. All you had to do, you had one fucking job. Couldn't do it now. Yeah, but I'd prefer gonna, to just keep, I'll just keep you as a speed bump on the way to the. Final. Now you're going to have to come up against me, and it, uh, unfortunately for you, that is the worst <laughs> place to be. <laughs> There's a worse fucking place to be. You're coming up against a double champion, coming up for a back-to-back championship win. You poor prick. You should have just won the game. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, you'll look back on that and you'll go, that 99. Fuck, should have taken it. Should have taken it. That was the time. That was the moment. Pivotal yeah. moment in your season, that one. 
Uh, don't think so, but yeah, you can you can spin that yarn if you want to. <laughs> I'm spinning it, baby. I'm fucking spinning it. The yarn has been spun. Oh my god! All right, are let's... you still fucking talking? Yes. This I'm up and about. My tail's wagging. I'm on my toes, bro. I'm the team to beat. I always am. I always fucking am. Fucking hard work, mate. I always I am. I'm always the guy to beat. Work. I'm always the guy to beat. <sighs> right, I better get into these big balls calls. Had a pretty good week, didn't we? Yeah, it was. Look, I mean, when we're comparing to how we went the week before, yeah, was yes, bad. we had a great week. Um, but look, to be honest, we 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 go pretty hard with these big balls calls. Yeah, they're hard to get. They're fucking hard to get. We're not we're, we're not dicking around. No. We're going going hell for leather with them. And yep. if we're getting if we're getting above say two or three, we're doing fucking all right. Yeah. So you went you went three from eight. So you had Munster hundred plus. You had DCE less than fifty five. That was nice. Um, you had JMK less than fifty. That was nice. Um, I think the one that was uh, a hard a bad beat for you was Braley. Obviously, yeah. um, getting ten in the bin because he was playing fantastic. He would have he would have de- he got fifty six and he would have definitely got there. Yeah, um, I think so. When you take when you put on the eight points that he lost and then the time that he would have um, got tackles for. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then, so I'm just doing what I do, just getting um, 50% all over the place. I had Nat Butcher over 70. He crushed that. I had Lane over, Lane over 85, crushed that. Trailmet over 100 plus, uh, crushed that. Kickout was a void because he didn't play. Nico over 110 with the updates. Thank you. So four out of seven. So yeah, even a just, better percentage. Just got there. Just better got percentage. There. All right. Nico, Nico has put your, put you above that 50%. On your Nico. On your Nico. Yeah. And then big balls calls of the week. I mean, eyes closed, facing the other way. I can't miss. I cannot miss these fucking big <laughs> balls of the, call, of the week. Seriously. So you went Cody 80 plus. That went down, of course. I, th- I thought he was like... Surely, if he was going to get a get runs on the board, it would be this week. But <laughs> so look, yeah, another one. If you're if you're a Cody owner, fuck, it's it's the end of the run for you guys. Trail hundred plus. Thanks for coming. So another big balls. I haven't dropped one yet. Seriously, yeah, absolutely so. nailing them. You've been going well. Yep. You mm-hmm. I told you this time of the year, unstoppable, unstoppable. All right, let's get into the Rub Lab. Stats, records, rankings, weather. I know the team. These games are a burial, a blowout, a human loss. I know these players. All you got to do is bet on the win. I know this wonderful game called football. Let's get on with the rub down. Oh, fuck yeah. So we're going to go through these games and talk about some matchups. Now, before we get into it, I mean, Wooker, you've just been... In your mum's basement with Stacey, the sex bot, just punching out some new XL digs, baby. So yeah. it'll be the first, it'll be, it'll be a nice little, I guess, a tease this week when I post up on socials um, about how we're going to run things next year. Uh, but yeah, you get, you're going to get a real good view of all the players for all positions they're color coded. They'll be green, red. It'll show you who your starts are, who your sits are, uh, who are the top matchups, uh, all in one page. So sexy as fuck. And you've got more ideas to bring next year. I was like, mate, slow down, slow down. It's round 22. Let's keep it for next season. But you, you're killing it, bro. 
Yeah, look, I'm just trying to make make things as, as easy as possible to um, to understand because I know sometimes when when people see a lot of the, the spreadsheets on it, it, it does look a bit much and um, it is sometimes a bit hard to follow, um, especially with all the arrows and that sort of shit. Um, it was fun while it lasted, but now we've got a process that's a bit, bit, bit better, makes it a bit easy to read and, and sexy, we're going into, into the matchups a bit better next season. Fucking sexy. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, all right, let's get into these games. Thursday, 7.50, Panthers v. Storm, Blue Bet Stadium. Not a great game for matchups. There's pretty much fuck all, to be honest. Uh, if I was going to pick a weak spot in this game, it's going to be the Storm right edge defense, which works out well. Panthers are predominantly um, attacking on their left. Uh, I liked uh, that Sean O'Sullivan kept that left edge spot with Jamin Salmon playing on the right. I think that's great for the Panthers' attack. I think that's great. If you own Kikau, Tungo, and May, I think that's that's where you want to be. Um, if you're a Toto owner, yeah, not looking good out there on that right. Uh, so for the Panthers, they're actually pretty weak against the lock position. So Cheese might be coming off the bench and having a really good game up through the, the guts. I think as he gains some more fitness, I think he'll get better and better. I mean, yeah. at parts of that game on the weekend, he was back to his best. You know, yeah. made that line break, some tackle breaks, went close to scoring a try. So, yeah, I, I, I really like the Cheese uh, for the run home. What are your thoughts on the Cheese? I do, I do like that because look, he's he's been a fair way from his best, and I mean, it, it doesn't take a blind Freddy to see that. But um, I think with the the loss of some of their attacking assets, they're going to need some creativity. They're going to need some guys making some difficult runs as well, close to the line, and we know that he has that in spades. Yep, hundred um, percent. And then for the Storm, they're weak up against that right two RF spot, so that. Left corridor that are defending that edge back row is pretty bad. So Liam Martin does have a matchup here, although I don't have a lot of confidence with Salmon giving him the ball or giving him good ball anyway. So mm. just be wary uh, of that with Martin. Um, any sits for this one? There's probably plenty of sits, to be honest. Um, um, so pretty much read out a position and it's a sit. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, so just go, leave going, this one. Yeah, so going through... All of the all of the um, outside backs for the Storm look like they're a bit of a sit. So obviously the Panthers defend pretty fucking staunchly. Yep. Um, and then a, a lot of the forward positions are pretty well um, a stay away, except for Liam Martin, like you mentioned before. Um, it, it, I mean, both of the teams defend quite well, um, and I mean it's no surprise when they're both championship teams. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty much just those two matchups out of the lot. Um, so Liam Martin and, and the cheese. Yep, for sure. Um, fuck. I want to talk about flip and fetch, but it does, it's not really going to happen at this point of the season. So, yeah. I mean, I think everyone that's got their team, they're just holding on to, to what they've got and trying to pick up some plug and play options with matchups and stuff like that. Um, so. I'd, I'd be staying away from this one for, for VC options. Um, it's just... Pretty unpredictable. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, both Supercoach and on the scoreboard. What's your big ball score? Righto. Um, I'm going to go Liam Martin, 70-plus. And against the against the Storm, that's a that's a pretty big ball score this year. Yeah. yeah. What, about, what about yours? Right. Let me have a look here. Monster sub? When's the last? Nah, I hate going subs. It's just yeah, not. It's just not my style, bro. 
When's the last time Taylor May scored a try? Let's have a look. He scored a try in round 15 against the Warriors. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Taylor May 70 plus. Taylor May? Yep. I could, I could do with that. Yeah, I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. Taylor May 70 plus. I have, admit, I, I have to admit, I won't be playing him. So. I think he gets a try on this one. I do like um, the left wingers coming up against the Storm side. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, they... Uh, leak 54% to left attacks and I think it's like 28% to to left wings. It's one of the worst percentages uh, in the comp. Uh, so when they do concede points, it really is focused in on that left attack and left winger. So I think Taylor May sneaks away with one. I think O'Sullivan either puts a kick in for him or gets him some space with some good ball work. So Taylor May 70 plus, let's go. I do not mind that at all. Yeah. I, I did hear some some rubbing going on there, in the background. There, there, there. was a, a little bit. I'm not. Didn't lie. even spit on your hands. I never do. Mrs. Mm. Hayes. Raw dog it. Raw, just barebacking it, baby. <laughs> All right, let's get into the next game. Friday, six p.m. Warriors v Dogs Mount Smart Stadium. Yuck. Friday, six p.m. This is this screams Friday, six p.m. Absolute blockbuster. <laughs> just screams six p.m. Because it's always a, re- a really hard game. To watch 6 p.m. Like you're always doing mm. something or you're fucking having a drink with the boys on the way home or, you know, if you've got kids, it's usually peak fucking um, bed, bath, whatever the fuck that's the, going. The routine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's thank God it's the Warriors and Dogs because I won't make this one. Um, <laughs> there's there's no, no matchups, no top matchups anyway. I mean... There's an obvious weakness here on the Warriors' edges. I'll be taking the Dogs to win this one. I think that the Dogs will be too strong. Um, the Warriors' weakness is all over the park. Weak against left half, right half, hooker, fullback, lock, right to RF, right wing. Um, but the big ones there are left half. So Matt Burton, really good matchup for him. Yep. Um, fullback, really good matchup for Jake Avarillo. Right wing, so Jacob Caraz, nice um, matchup for him. So like those guys uh, on the other side of the ball, dogs, they're weak against hooker, fullback, front row forward, and left wing. So you did talk about um, Eddie Cossey there as a nice little matchup yeah, on the Wave yeah. Wire podcast. So yep, uh, he's uh, looks like he's going to have a good game. Um, Wade Egan, uh, Reese Walsh, but yeah, I I don't hold a lot of hope for the Warriors here. Dogs have been pretty staunch in defence as well. When they click, they click well. So yeah, I think the dogs do the Warriors and you'll probably get a good price for the dogs in this game I think um, the market won't be respecting the dogs and I think they get away with a really good win here against the Warriors I think that look the game's made for them and we know that when the whips are cracking at the end of the season that the dogs are always there they might not be there for the finals but they'll be ruining some chances for other teams and um, yep I, I'm, I'm all on the Bulldogs train here I, I think they're going to win and win well I think so too. I'm going to go Burton 85 plus. Right. Um, <laughs> literally stole mine. Um, I'm going to go Karaz 65 plus. I saw um, that you wrote all yours down. I was like, well, that's cute. Yeah, well, I would know where to write them. So. Just go well, just off the dome like I am. I'm just fucking maverick in it. Just flying by the seat of my pants, baby. I like a bit of preparation. 
That's the first I've heard of that, bro. That is the first I've heard that come out of your fucking mouth. Uh, I thought that'd get you. <laughs> well, what are you going? Uh, Karaz. Karaz what? 60, 65 plus. Okay, yep. He'll need a try for that. Yeah, I'll take that. Whack it in. Um, no, I mean, I reckon Burton's a very good VC option here. If you've got Burton up against the Warriors, oh, 100%. Yep, whack yeah. the VC on him. Other than that, no one, to be honest. I, I think Fox probably has a really good game. I think he probably um, bags a try um, just because they, they go to him so often. But, yeah, yeah. Burton for me, big VC. Look, the, the, the big matchups, um, we kind of mentioned it, yeah. Cossie, I mean, Karaz, um, Burton, Cossie a little bit, um, and JMK as well. Yeah, JMK, yeah, of course. Fuck, he's been playing well. Um yeah, the Dolphins, some really good signings. Obviously, when they signed O'Sullivan and uh, JMK, everyone's going, geez. But actually, like, not great. Yeah, I was, but now. When I was, do- when I was doing the spreadsheet for next season, I'm, I'm having to fill out all the te- teams that I think um, where the players are going to play. They've actually got a decent lineup. They're, they're only missing, like, one or two marquee, like, really high, high level signings, but they've got a team that's going to be competitive and they've got a team that'll come 10th quite easily. I love, I, in all honesty, if they just get a really, a, a big marquee signing, like if they get a, a full, they need a, a really good fullback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love O'Sullivan and JMK signings. They're, they're fantastic. All right, let's get into the next game, Friday, 7.55, Eels v. Bunnies, Combank Stadium. So this is the game for left wingers. It's Maker Sivo versus Alex Johnston. Who's going to score more tries? They will both score at least one. You can fucking mark it down right now. Obviously, it's a Combank, so we know that Sivo scores tries, and Alex Johnson is going to eventually beat Ken Irvine's record of Which most tries insane. ever scored. Yeah, insane. Which is Absolutely insane. insane. Uh, so, yeah. Huge game for these guys. Um, but, yeah, it's a really good super coach game as well. It's a top matchup. Bunnies scoring the fifth most super coach points up against the Eels, conceding the fourth most. Uh, it's obviously the Bunnies' left edge have the matchup here with um, the Eels' right defense being pretty weak. But on the other side of the ball, it's the Eels' left versus the Bunnies' right as well. And both teams, not only have you got two superb try-scoring wingers, but both teams defend supremely, terribly against left wingers, both over 26% conceding tries to those left wingers. So, yeah, the matchups are fantastic for both those boys. Eels, they're weak against left half, front row forwards, left wing, right wing, left center. Uh, so the two big ones there is right wing and front row forward for super coach points. So you're looking at... Isaac Thompson as a nice plug-and-play, waiver-wire, free agent, whatever you want to do. If he's out there when you're listening to this podcast, pause it right now, go pick him up. He's got a really good mm. matchup. Um, and then your front row forwards for the Bunnies, Tavita Totola, um, and who else? Because I know Tommy Burgess isn't named. Who else have they got there in the front oh, row? Oh, that's Sele, Hamay Sele. Hamay Sele, yeah, I don't think he gets a lot of minutes. They've obviously got Mark Nichols on the bench. Yeah, the main guy there I think, is... I think is, Nichols will get it. Nichols, even though he's not starting, he's obviously coming back from injury. So I think he'll, he'll command a bit of minutes. But I think Hamay Sele is just there to take the sting out of the game. I think so, yeah. Tavita Sol is the big man there. Um, he's the one you want in that matchup. Then for the Bunnies... Um, they're also weak against front row forwards. Lock, left wing, right wing. So you've got 
Paulo or Paolo um, up against us and RCG, Maddo, Sivo, and then who's the other wing? Blake. Blake, so, in all honesty, I love I love the Matto Sivo matchup here. Your best matchups: Matto, AJ Thompson, statistically. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, I, I I do like the matchup with with Tass and AJ um, Totola, like you mentioned before. Um, yeah, Matto Matto at lock is is going to be quite tasty. Um, the stayaways. So far as like captaincy um, is probably Kalama Tungi and, and Papali'i. They've been defending quite well against those positions. Um, the left left and right tour, oh, no, the right tour they're defending against. Um, and the left centre and right centre spot. So if you're playing um, Opechik or Tane Milne, is, is it Tane Milne this week? On where? On the, uh, in the centres? The, the right, the right centre. Nah, it's Jackson, it Jackson Paulo. Jackson Paulo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Jackson Paulo, you, you wouldn't want to be playing him, but um, uh, what, what's his name? Thompson on the outside? Isaac Thompson, uh, yep, on the got, right he's wing. He's got a fantastic matchup. Yep. So um, he was being defended the worst against that um, against the right wingers. Perfect VC game as well, Friday night game. Mm, absolutely. Latrell Mitchell, Alex Johnston, uh, Cody Walker, Cameron Murray, Damien Cook, Makasivo, Dylan Brown, Ryan Madison, Isaiah Papali'i, Clinton Gutherson. Lots of lots it's of, a bit of. It's a bit early in the round for straight captaincies, but yep. yeah, he's, it's definitely definitely an option. Yep. It, oh man, just any one of those guys. Um, obviously, bunnies. Really good in attack and have been putting points on, but they can concede. And like we've been saying it all year, Eels just concede super coach points like it's nobody's business. So I think the Bunnies get away with this one. They win the game. Um, so I'd sort of urge on the side of the, the Bunnies for, for VCs. But yeah, there's plenty of points in the Eels on the other side of the ball as well. Like I said, just, yeah. I reckon I reckon what we do here is we pick a number and one of us goes Sivo, one of us goes Johnston. <laughs> Um, let's go 85 points. Ah, oh, you read my mind. Read my yep. mind. Who do you want to go? I'll go the other um, one. I'll go, I'll go AJ. All righty. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sevo C- is, is guaranteed almost to score. So, the matchup, the matchup for both of them is mouthwatering. It is, me? it is a very tough, um, number to get above because they'd both have to score two tries to get above that, yep. but I think it's definitely the game for it. One of them's getting two. Yes, 100%. One of them's getting a double. So, yeah. No, I love it. All right, let's get into the next game. First Saturday game, Saturday, 3 p.m., Roosters v. Cows, SCG. Uh, like I was talking about in the Waiver Wide Dribble podcast, not a great game for Supercoach. Fuck all matchups uh, statistically. Uh, Roosters are weak on their left edge. So, you know, the cows on the right there with Chad, Hiku, Nanai, uh, and the Hammer um, could be in for some points over there. Cows are weak on their left D, so Roosters with, I think, yeah, so Sam Walker is playing right at the moment. So Sam Walker on the right there with Nat Butcher, Manu, and Suwali. Uh, So I like both right edge attacks in this one, but... That's just going off vibe, really. The stats don't exactly point to that. Uh, Roosters are weak against right to RF, so Nanai's got a really good matchup. Right center, so Hiku's got a good matchup. Cows, they haven't been weak against anyone. 
So your only statistical matchups there are Jeremiah, Nanai, and Hiku. But, yeah, I wouldn't be VCing or captaining anyone in this game. Um, Cows, they'll be holding on to some form here. They want to go into the finals humming. Roosters are in desperation mode. Um, they need to just... win. They just need to win games to to keep this spot in the eight. They've been playing some really fucking good football as well. So I think this is going to be a fantastic game. I think it's going to be close. I think it'll be a 1-12 to affair either way. Um, I'll be back in the Roosters, obviously. But, yeah, really, really tough game for both teams, I think. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. It's, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. But, yeah, I'm probably steering clear of um, playing any players. I yeah. mean, it's a sea of red. Um, yeah, on your new for, for the for the matchups. It's kind of like um, uh, yeah, it's it's like Christmas time at um, for the Roosters. So you wouldn't want to really want to be playing anyone. Obviously, if you got Teddy in your team or Manu, you're obviously going to be working the VC on one of those guys. But if you've got a chance to to rotate, maybe like a Sammy Walker or someone like that. Um, maybe consider it. But like you said, um, passing the eye test at the moment, you might might. Put up something, mate. This might be the first game I go a sub. Ooh. I can't. I can't really pick a a, a plus here, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it. What are you doing here? I'm going to go Cotter seventy plus. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course, yeah, sweetheart. Mate, that's, oh, look, that's a hopes that, and dreams call. That one. hundred percent, hundred percent. Look, he, he, he came came off the bench last week for a fifty-five. Um, the week before, he got a thirty-seven um, off the bench. He only only straight in the minutes. So I think he's going to big minutes this week. Uh, I think yeah, seventy. It's not outside of the realms of possibility. I'm gonna go drinky sub fifty. Coming off a huge game last week, I think, mm. um, yeah, he struggles in this one. I think, yeah, lo- like I said, it's going to be a big battle up up the guts. Um, the middle third of the field is going to be where the game is won or lost. So Scotty might find it a little bit hard to find some space. Yeah, well, I don't disagree with that. Is he it's, a sip? Be... Has he got red on his name? Um, he, he does. Well, the, um, d- defensively, defensively, the, um, the Roosters are d- defending – Fullbacks, the best in the league well, by go. a significant margin as well. Okay, perfect. I do like that. I do like that. All right, yeah, so, yeah, no captaincy or VC options here. I mean, mm. obviously you've got Teddy in there, but it has to be one of the tougher matchups up against the Cowboys. Yeah, it's – um. look, what are you going to do I here? Don't really, I don't really think they're going to get any harder. What um, are you, you going to do here with Teddy? With Teddy? Yeah. Oh, VC for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm still tossing up who I'm going to captain. So yeah, um, it could be it could be a hail mary or it could be um, or, or it could be DC. I can sense a little bit of a quiver in your voice, and it's no, no, no. giving Look, me. I've got I've got D, I've got DC playing the Titans. Oh yeah, that's um, good. it's yeah, not that's it's nice. not the it, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just DC hasn't performed as good as I'd hope he would. Oh god, what a spectator sport this is! How good is it when you don't have you don't have any skin in the game? Such a spectator sport, I love it. Um, all right, let's get into the Saturday five thirty p.m. Tigers v Sharks game at Scully Park. 
Uh, can you look up where that is, Scully Park, while I fucking Scully gibber on a little Park. bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, big one here. Tracy getting knocked the fuck out. Um, looked terrible. It, that whole thing where their arms go up like T-Rexes and they rigor mortis sets in, mm. you know it's a bad concussion. So, um, I will say that Sims looked genuinely concerned he and was sorry. Concerned. Yeah. And sorry about what he did. So, I, you know... I. Kind of felt bad for him as well, but um, he's out. So, is it, so what you're saying is he's not a complete fuck rip. No, I kind of, I yeah. kind of warmed to him a little bit in that moment, Simsy. I was like, he seems like a good bloke. Um, but Lachlan Miller just surprising that he gets the start there on the edge. But it is a matchup, so there is mm. pl- so. The first four games of the round are fucked for Supercoach matchups. But as, as I turn my page here, wow, there's a lot of scribble. Heaps of fucking scribble. <laughs> matchups galore coming up. So it's top matchups of the Sharks uh, scoring the fourth most Supercoach points up against the Tigers, conceding the fifth most. Um, it's the Sharks right up against the uh, left edge defense of the Tigers, which is the second worst. So again, we're looking at uh, Nico Hines, Nakora, Ramian, and Lockie Miller as the matchups. That's why Lockie Miller's not a bad pickup this week. Tigers, they're weak everywhere. Right half, um, hookers, front row forward, right to RF, left wing, right wing, right center, but especially against right two RFs and right centers. So Britton Nakora and Ramian have fantastic matchups here. Sharks, they only have one weakness, and I mentioned this in the waiver wide dribble, and it's against left to RF, and that's our boy Kelma Tulagi. So you can fire him up. He's got a really good matchup. Your top matchups for this game, Nico Hines, um, Ronaldo Mulatalo, Lachlan Miller, Britton Nakora, and the biggest matchup of this game and one of the best matchups this round is Jesse Ramian. Yeah, Jesse Ramian, like he's coming up against the worst defensive team to right centers, yep. um, conceding 62 and a half points. So it's they're going to be up against it, and I feel like um, they're going to attack and attack often to that right side. And um, even with even with Tracy out, I think Lockie Miller is really good to fire up this week as well yep. as, a, as a plug and play. Oh, I agree. I think he's he's only available in the halves. Yes, halfback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, there, there'll be a lot of people that are struggling with Hughes out and all that. So yeah, um, Lockie Miller's definitely an option. Righto. So I'm going. Is there any sits before we get into our big ball scores? Oh, the Tigers probably the whole Tigers um, team. Pretty much the whole Tigers team. Yeah. Um, another sit is um, uh, Talakai. Um, has got a pretty tough matchup. Um, positionally, um, Tigers have been defending um, relatively well against the left centers, but I mean, it's probably just softening what his peak will be. Um, but Jock Madden, Dewey, Kapala, they've all had pretty decent games the last few weeks, but um, they're coming up against the best defense against those positions. So, look, if you've got um, if you've got Dewey on your side, might be the week to rest him. Yeah. yeah same with sure. Laurie, same with Naden. Another really good matchup for um, Blake Braley as well. Yeah. And no, and, exactly. and we can say that every week now all the way through the finals because it just gets better and better for Blake. 100%. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be um, more and more of the same for, for him. Yeah, and like you said um, in the Wave Wire podcast, like if he hadn't got sent for 10, he would have been 70 plus. Oh, so to be honest about that. Yep. 
Yep. Um, so I'll go first here, and I'm going to leave Raymond to you. Don't worry, because I know you want to fucking suck his dick. Because he's he's in your team, is he? Yeah. He is in my team. Yep. I'm going to go Britton Nakora. I'm going to go Britton Nakora 80 plus. So I think he yeah. top scores for the round for the year in this game. Wow. Um, don't disagree with that, to be honest. I think um, he gets a try. Not 90 plus, 80 plus. Fuck. What are you going to do here? Because um, Ramian, Ramian better be a fucking supersonic score. So Ramian 80 plus as well. Oh, please. Look, he's going to be. It's either Nakora or Ramian that's going to get the, that get the points because um, they obviously play next to one another. Um, and it's that, that position, that area that has the defensive frailty. The difference is. Nikora hasn't scored over 80 this year, but Raymond's got a couple of hundreds in his year. You have to go north of 80, bro. Push it to 90 then. Yeah, that's better. I'll take that. Yeah. That's good. He he has to score two tries and be very involved in the game for that. Yep. But he he has one of the best matchups of the whole round round 22. 62 and a half points, that we can see. Hectic, hectic. So... It's Captain Galore here. So 5.30 Saturday, it is straddling that whole VC captain time, um, depending on the makeup of your side. Um, you've got a few options here, but, yeah, fuck, Ramian, uh, Hines, Blake Braley even, Britton Cora. I like all of those guys for captaincy options. Um, and then for VCs, you can chuck Miller, um, Ronaldo Mulatalo, even Trindle in there if you wanted to fucking get a little bit wild. Mm. I think they I mean- smashed the Tigers. I think the they, Tigers they... were woeful on the weekend. All I all I needed them to do was beat the fucking Knights after the week before beating the Broncos, right? Yep. And they came out, and in all seriousness, I could have carved them up. I could have carved the Tigers up. <laughs> give me some boots. Fuck, give me a mouth guard. Carve oh, them up. Yeah. They were bad. So, mate, if they come with that sort of attitude, which is more than likely because they look like they just switched off. You know, they're reaching for the talcum powder. They got their free shirt. They're Googling what fucking uh, costume they're going to come to Mad Monday as, and sharks will just pump them. They yep. will yabby pump them like nobody's business. Yeah, I think, look, as soon as as soon as soon Hastings went, it's, it, it's going to be a bridge too far. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they definitely looked out of they sorts. Looked, they looked so good with Hastings. Yep, and I agree. It's just a it's it's a different different makeup of the team. Look, the shining light is that Dewey is playing out of his skin. Um, Joe Offengau is turning back the clock and he's playing the best. Joe career. Joe offers the best their best player. Yeah, yeah, and then you got to to a luggy who's got um, a, a lot of years ahead of him. Um, playing out of his skin as well. And look, you've got a, a pretty decent backline with Naden, Mamalo, Kapala, um, Laurie. It's look, there's a lot of players there. Um, it's just about having the, um, the the knitting of the team together. And, and they get they get Papali'i and Abby Corusau next year. And yeah. I think that that's that big. that shifts them to a contender for eighth, not eight. Well, maybe not nine, but maybe um, they get off that spot. ninth spot and yeah, get in the eight. Yeah. Look out! Yeah, no, it's it's only got to go up from here. Yeah, they look bad. They look really bad. Because um, I was I was on the way on the way to work and I was listening on the radio, 
And I was like, fucking hell, these cunts. Like, because obviously when you're listening to the radio, you're trying to envision what's happening in the game. And I was like, oh my, what do they fucking do? What, hmm. What's going on? I had to pull over, get it up on KO just to get my eyeballs on it to find out what the fuck they were doing. And sure enough, they were doing nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. Oh, God. It, yeah. was, it was it was tough to watch. Um, I bet it as was because as, 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 as a Dewey owner, <laughs> it was very tough to watch. Oh, God. All right, let's get into the – did we do – yeah, we did, yeah. Let's get into um, the Broncos v. Knights game up at Suncorp there. So the big one here is missing Carrigan on the weekend. That was glaringly obvious that there was a huge hole in the middle defense there. Um, And I think it's gone understated about how much of an effect he has on this team. So hoping that they've gone away, they've done some video, they've had a hard look at themselves and gone, right, some of you middle boys need to fucking pick up the slack. You know, Flegler, mm-hmm. you've got to get stuck in, brother. Um, Hetherington, you've got to do more. And they all need to pick up a little bit because that's how good Carrigan is. Yeah. And look, he's a he's a massive, massive player for them. It's not just what he does. It's the talk. It's the, yeah. it's the, it's the structuring of the defensive line. Yeah. It's, it's so many things that you don't like – you don't associate with the, yeah. with the forward. He's he's as valuable to the Broncos as Yo is to the Panthers, and that's saying a lot. Because- Even more so, I reckon. Yeah, Even yeah. more so. Yeah. Like it's those one one percenters, those intangibles, where you just you can't put your finger on. But it just he's so integral to this side. So and it's the, the the effort, like the consistent effort from the yeah. guy. He's he's, a, he's an absolute champion. Yeah, so it's a huge hole. I'm hoping mm. that they've done some work here because I expect that they should they should flog the Knights. Um, and if they don't, it's it's clear that they haven't fixed this gap. But um, yeah, the matchup here is all on the Broncos side. Knights very bad on both edges, especially their right edge. Um, so the Knights are weak against right half, hooker, fullback. Left to RF, left wing, right wing, left center, right center, everyone. So obviously Adam Reynolds, you've got um, Corey Oates, especially really good matchup. Um, Branko Lee has a good matchup, but I, I'm not putting much um, confidence in him. But Katoni Staggs has a really good matchup on the right edge um, attack. He'll be running straight at Bradman Best, who is a terrible defender. Yeah, so he's, um, he's a fantastic attacker, but he cannot defend his no, like that. No, he can't. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, Broncos weak against right half. So Milf has a good matchup, front row forward. So Clemmer, Saifidi so boys have a good matchup. Um, Locke, so Barnett, right to RF. So Tyson Frizzell and left center, Bradman Best. But like I said, I just don't know what's going on here with the Knights. I actually really do like Inari Tuala and his matchup. Um, but the top matchups for this game, Adam Reynolds, the Cobloaf, um, Corey Oates, huge. Corey Oates is in the same vein as Ramian. He's got one of the best matchups of this round. So obviously top statistical matchup, but he's also coming up against a team that's conceding in the top two amount of points, two left wings. So he's sexy as fuck. You can captain him. I don't give a fuck. Katoni Staggs, Mitch Barnett, and uh, Branko Lee. But yeah, the big ones there, Adam Reynolds, Corey Oates for me. Yeah, uh, give me a look. Um, Stags, Oates, Branko Lee. I think Adam Reynolds. I think he 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 probably top scores. To be honest, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of magic from his boot in this game. 
Um, but yeah, for me, um, big balls call. Is it on me or is it on you? Talk to me. You can go. All right. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. Stags seventy five plus. Okay, nice. I know Corio. It's a hundred plus. Because I've got and big will, fucking and balls. Who will get that too? Corio. It's a hundred plus, baby. Now that's that's how you do it. Yeah. Well, I was leaving it for you. So. <laughs> uh, I, mate, you've got Corio. You captain him. Yeah. So Simple as that. It is a sexy matchup. All right, let's get in to the next game. Sunday, 2 p.m. Raiders v. Dragons GIO. Uh, obviously, a huge out for the Raiders with Tapane out with that rib injury. Uh, but you would think, I uh, talked about this in the waiver wide dribble with the Raiders with everything to play for and the Dragons absolutely nothing to play for. You would think the Raiders get up for this one. Uh, the Raiders middle have a really good matchup against the Dragons middle. The Dragons middle is woeful, has been all, all season, like really bad. Front row forwards, mm-hmm. locks, hookers, they all score very well up against the Dragons. Um, Dragons are weak against on their left edge defense. So you might see the right edge for the Raiders um, spark up with uh, who you got out there, Jamal Fogarty, Savage on the sweep. Uh, don't mind that little matchup there. Um, but yeah, the Dragons, weak everywhere. Um, I won't even get through it. Actually, fuck. So I, I list out who they're weak against, and then I put a little dash next to the, um, the positions that they are conceding the top two points to. And yeah, there's yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six. It happens six times for the Dragons. It's bad. So oh. bad against left half. So Jack Whiten gets a, a matchup there. Right half. So Jamal Fogarty gets a, a good matchup. Hooker, which is hard to sort of put put a um. You put your finger on oh, it's going to be Starling yeah, or Wolford. It, does, it doesn't matter. They, yeah. they share minutes and yeah. look. Starling might get might get about sixty odd, but but probably looking at him. Yeah, exactly. Um, front row forward. So. Uh, I think um, Josh Papali has a really good matchup oh, here. I'd be, Huge. I'd, be, I'd be considering just he's a, he's a straight captaincy. I think so. I think so. he's got a really good chance to, to crash over for one himself, especially because the hookers have a good matchup as well. Um, and he's been in a bit of try-scoring form. Yes, so. and Tapanay's out, so he probably gets a little bit more minutes as well. Um, and so- Sticky's Sticky, Sticky, not on the sideline, so he won't be pulling him off. Yeah, nice. And he, you know how Sticky loves to pull blokes off. Uh, Locke. Adam Elliott has a really good matchup. Yeah. Um, Hasn't he been a pick of the season? Unbelievable. Jeez, he's good. Yeah. Guru did say that early on. He was like, Adam Elliott's going to be very, very good. And I was like, End of the night next season, Um, Yes. Is he? Yes. Or is he one of the thousand players who are reneging on their deals? He might be. I would. I would not want to be going to the Knights. Um, so, yeah, they're the big ones. Oh, Hudson Young has a really good matchup as mm. well. So, yeah. your big ones, Josh Papali, White and Fogarty, Adam Elliott, and Hudson Young. Yeah, I think, look, with, the, with how soft the middle is um, for the Dragons, look, I'll be looking at, at foreign Corey Horsburgh as a plug-and-play. You well love Corey Horsburgh. I love him, mate. He's, he, look, He's your Blake Laurie. He is my Blake Laurie. I, I would I would petition to put him ahead of Blake Laurie. Oh, please. We know that Carrigan is the is the Carrigan, Carrigan is the heart and soul of the rub. So. It is. He is. He is. Um but yeah, you do like you do love Horsburgh. Um, I do, I do. All right, so how much are you putting Horsburgh down for? 
No, I'm I'm actually going um going one of the guys who've got like a real sexy matchup. I'm going young yep. and just bear with me for a sec. I'm going young seventy five plus. I'm actually going to go eighty five plus because I think he's he's got a pretty big um big matchup this week. Yep, I was going to say you need to go north. I'll take eighty five. I want to go Fogarty. Just want to see what sort of Fogarty's game. in for a big one. Like he's got a. He'll be, he'll be kicking a lot of goals that game, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go. He's only scored above 80 once this season. We'll go 80 plus. Fogs. Uh, Fogs, 80 plus. You're going to put in your young call there, mate? What? Huh. Did you? No, you didn't. I'm looking oh, at it right I now. Put it, I, put, I put it in the next game. Mm, Jesus. <laughs> I told you these beers are fucking. Uh, what that one can you had? Jesus! No, this is, this is the second one. I'm on the. I'm on. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking slurring your words. Later What's in it? Methylated spirits. No, it's a it's a, a hoppy winter ale by oh, by Gage Roads after hours. It's fucking unreal. Right, big can, big boy can. Big boy can. Just rattling Wooker. The big boy cans are rattling. Um, it, it, it is rattling me sure if I can choose another <laughs> I love it. Uh, as I finish off my third. Mm. Ah. Righto. Last game of the round. Sunday, 405. Titans v Manly. Um, yeah, some pretty good matchups here. Titans have the worst right edge in the comp. So that left edge for, for Manly is going to. Yeah. Blitz them. Manly have the second worst right edge. So Titans on their left edge uh, have a really good matchup. So both left edge tacks have a really good matchup. And this one, Titans weak pretty much everywhere. Left half, right half, hooker, fullback, left to RF, left wing, right wing, left center, right center. Take your pick. Uh, they're fucking weak everywhere. But the main one, the main one is left wing. So Jason Saab has... He's in the same category as Jesse Ramian and Corey Oates. He has one of the best matchups of the round. And because he's such a low ownership, if he is available on free agents as you're listening to this podcast, you need to pull over in the car, pause this podcast, pick him up because he is up for a big one. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones that, look, he's got a low ownership because he throws out those like 20-point games. This is not going to be one of those games. No. This is this is going to be a try fest, and it is going to be also. Yep, big time. Now, Manly, they're weak against left half, so AJ Brimson has a good matchup. Um, fullback, so Campbell, good one there. Left to RF for feeder, left center. Kelly, right center, Sammy. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm not really going to go past... Brimson, Campbell, and Fafita, to be honest, they're probably your safest option for the Titans team. But uh, I think I think Firm has got a bit of a matchup as well. So the um, Manly side, they defend third worst against the um, the left two RFs. So okay, could be could be a bit of a bit of a go there. He does find the line a little bit. Is he playing left two RF though? Good question. Because there has been a little bit of juggling going on with Fafita playing left. And they're moving to right. And Firm is starting at right. So be interesting we'll, to we'll see. Watch the, we'll watch the game. So it'll be interesting to see because he's um, he'll be coming up against um, Olakawatu or Davey. 
Um, so yeah, I think Olukawatu does defend quite well. Yeah, against against um, opposing Torafs, but yeah, if he's up against Davy, look, I I think Davy's a pretty good defender as well, to be honest. So um, that's look, the stats say the, uh, the stats say that there is a, a match up there. Yeah, exactly. It just depends who's playing on that left edge. Mm. Um, for me, I think DCE's got a good matchup. Croker, Garrick, um, and then Saab. Yep. Sabi, baby. Sabi, Sabi, Sabi. All Saab. So, it's on you, mate. Um, I'm going to go my boy Garrick, and I'm going to go I'm gonna go 110 plus for Garrick. Oof. 110. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what? You know what I mean? Fuck he's it. A like, he's a likely type, isn't he? I think I think he'll have his hands in the ball a lot. I, think, I, I like Saab for a really big game. I like him for 100 plus games. So, I think, you know, he's going to be feeding Saab the ball. Um, a lot, and then obviously he's going to be kicking a lot of goals as well. So, Garrick, he would be my captain this week if I was playing. Yeah. If I would love to know who's playing the left half, because yeah, Foran's name that he's probably not going to actually play with that hamstring injury. So, um, I would have loved to say um, like Dill Dill Walker, but um, yeah, who knows. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Saab. I'm gonna go 100 plus. Yep. Ride it. Ride it in. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Lots of captain options here. Um, Garrick, DCE, some big ones there. Olakawatu, um, Saab. In all honesty, captain him. That's how confident we are. Um, yep. Yeah. David Feeder. Um, AJ Brimson. AJ Brimson's a gun. I, I just think when he's at six, he's just he's all they have. He's literally all they have, and he does everything. So I expect him to get around well, that think, eighty I point think mark. With with Campbell in the team, I think it just it does take him up a bit of a notch. And yep. without Sexton in the team, um, I think he takes on a bit more of the creative responsibility, which is good because Tanner Boyd's there just to take a bit of the pressure off. And he's one of those players like Teddy and Turbo, when they run the ball, every time someone gets a fingertip on their jersey, it's a tackle break, and he just does that so often. Like, mm. every time he runs the ball, there's three tackle breaks, So, and it's just so good for Supercoach. Turning yeah. turn two points at eight. Exactly, yeah, 100%. And because he's data, like, he never takes a run, just a, a standard conventional hit-up. He's always darting this way and darting that way and, and comes to just having the worst day trying to get him down. Um, yeah, because he's so elusive. So, yeah, I don't mind him. But, yeah, I think I think Manly make light work of the Titans here. Another team that's just packed up, ready to go. What are we doing for Mad Monday? Exactly, yeah. Look, it gets, gets to that point in this time of the year. Yeah, exactly. Which, like we've said, it can be a positive thing. They can start playing backyard football. And you look at those names on the team sheet here and you go, fuck, they have a great team to play that style of football. Well, like, I tell that you real- what, who... Jaden Campbell is Jack, the mate, number one of that. Jaden Campbell, AJ Brimson, David Fafita. I mean, really, just they yeah. could kill it. It just depends Huge. if they're in that mindset and they want to go out there and have a bit of fun. But, yep. Yeah. All right, let's get into the happy ending. You want 
Happy ending? I got a building. Let me break it down for you so you understand. I'll hold your hand like a small child. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Fuck, yeah. You know what this is about. We're going to flip you over. Uh, we've been rubbing your back with those nice scented oils. Now it's time to, to finish you up. So you're walking out of this podcast feeling pretty good about yourself on cloud nine with all the tasty information you need to crush a matchup this weekend. So first up, we'll talk about the matchups for the edges. So overall, the big matchups here, so the top matchups, Sharks up against the Tigers. Um, that's going to be points galore for the Sharks team, especially on that right edge. So Hines, Nakora, Ramian, and Lockie Miller. Uh, Bunnies as well um, up against the Eels. Bunnies can Scoring the fifth most up against the Eels, conceding the fourth most. We love this left edge. Trail mid, obviously, Cody Walker. Mm. Um, AJ, uh, that Isaac Thompson as well has a really good matchup. Love all those guys for the Bunnies. Uh, on the left edge, those guys I just talked about, the Bunnies just going to uh, kill it there on the on the left. Um, AJ could be in for two, could be in for three. Who fucking knows? He'll kill it. I think Latrell's in for a big game as well. In the middle, it's the Raiders boys, specifically... Uh, you've got Josh Papali and Booker's boy uh, Horsburgh off the bench. We're like those two guys up against the Dragons middle, which is just fucking weak. Fucking mm. weak. Uh, and works. the best right edge matchup is the Sharks with the second best right edge in the business up against the Tigers, who concede the second most. So they're your top matchups for the round. Let's get into our 60-60s. So last week, killed it, bro. We got six out of nine. That's look. It's a pass mark. How good? And so really, had the, the, the kick out, kick out voided. Yeah, it, it, I reckon kick out would have got it as well. I reckon you can void fucking Tapanay as well because the cunt got injured. You know, that really, was, it's was, six out of a, eight. That's a bad beat, the Tapanay one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now I've got a list of twenty guys here that I like. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna get them down to to ten. So I'll call them mm. out. And then we can go back through and give them a tick. So right. we've got Birdo versus the Warriors. We've yes. got Maddo versus the Bunnies. We've got Trell Mitt versus the Eels. We've got AJ oh, versus yes. we've got AJ versus the Eels. We've got Sivo versus the Bunnies. Yep. Yep. Nico Hines versus the Tigers. Yep. Ramian versus the Tigers. Yep. Nicora versus the Tigers. No, Corey Oates versus Newcastle. Yep. Guaranteed. Adam Reynolds versus Newcastle. I do I do like the Adam Reynolds one. We've got the Coblo versus Newcastle also. No, sit it. Um we'll sit Brabham Best. Brabham Best, yep. Against the Broncos. Against the Bronx. Um I'll I'll sit him just because sit yeah. Him. He's he's only just come back from injury recently and look they'll be marking up against him pretty heavily. I think Josh. it's it's, it, it's him up against um uh, oh no, Stags. Yeah, no, it is him, him up against Stags. It's going to yep. be a great matchup. Yeah, it will be. Josh Papali up against the up. Dragons. Up. Yep, Hudson Young against the Dragons. Fogarty against the Dragons. No, no. Bench him. Yeah, bench him. Bench him. How many do we need? Ten. No, no. How many more do we need? I don't know, but this I've got a few other great ones here. Garrick right. versus Titans, DCE versus Fire Titans, Saab versus Titans, Brimson versus Manly, Fafita <laughs> versus Manly. All right, let's see how many we've got now. And there's there's a couple that we might be able to add in. So I've, I've only cut out three, so we've got 17 there. What? No, I, like um, I said, Sit Maddo. Sit Maddo. Uh, sit Nakora. Sit in a Cora. 
Sit Nakora. You don't think Nakora is going to sit 65? No. Sit Coblo. Sit No, nah, I'm keeping Nakora, bro. All right. Um, I reckon sit Fogarty, sit Best, sit Coblo. Uh, probably sit Sevo. I want to sit DCE. All right. Still, with one, two, three, four, five. Do we just pick fifteen and see how we go? Why not? Like, I think I, I think there's so many good quality matchups. This it's week, a, it's yeah. very it's very good. So let's get rid of Matto. Let's get rid of Cobo Best Fog Fogarty. Oh, you've done it. You're doing it. Yep, sweet. Is that what we got? So we've got 13. 13. I reckon we can get rid of a couple more. Um, I reckon we get rid of Sevo. I reckon he might probably do it, but I reckon we can get rid of him. Oh, fuck it. Let's just go 13. I'm happy with all, right. all of them. Let's go 13. All right. I reckon they I'm, all get I'm, 60. I'm happy. Hey, I'm happy with them as well. I'm, I reckon they all get 65. We'll go right. Birdo, Trell, AJ, Sivo, Hines, Ramian, Nakora, Oates, Adam Reynolds, Josh Papali, Hudson Young, Ruben Garrick and Jason Saab. Yeah, sure. Isn't that some sort of fucking starting 13? Surely. They don't all get 65. I'm dead set not here. All right. What is your big balls call of the round? Fuck, pressure's Um, on me now because I'm just, I'm fucking flying pretty close to the sun here. You you are, you are. Um, I'm going to go AJ, Alex Johnston, 85 plus. Look, uh, I think he's getting closer and closer to that. that record and yeah i think he's gonna he's gonna tip it very very soon in the near future yeah it's a very it's, um, sexy it's, matchup it's a good matchup too i'm gonna go birdo 85 plus oh yeah nice yeah i think that matchup against the warriors is very sexy birdo 85 plus to make it five from five for me all right Round 22 final thoughts. I just want to touch on a couple of things at this point in the season. Be on the lookout for players being dropped. Oh, yeah. You've always um, got to be looking at waivers. Yep. And uh, throughout the entire round as well because people are going to get frantic. People are going to drop players um, to get AE, to get their VC uh, involved. Um, so you need to keep a lookout for players being dropped, especially – especially if you're kicking back and you've got the week week off because you're in a unique position just to fucking swoop up all the dregs. So keep a lookout for drop players. Um, Your benches mean nothing now. So formulate your entire side for your VC looper or your AE situation and drop those players on your bench as late as possible so no one else can, can use them. Uh, you know, this is the time of the season where it's do or die. So don't fucking die wondering. Yeah, and don't give it. Don't give your opposition a bit of a leg up by dropping a player just on on like to give them a chance to pick them up and then hurt you later on. Drop it ten minutes before kickoff. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And the last wing one is if you're like me, um, and you're probably the only person who's in a good position at this time of the season to trade because you can take advantage of desperation and if you can do 
Like, mm. if you've got players on your bench that, you know, you're obviously willing to trade and you want to dwindle your, your bench down to just one top-scoring player, this is where you can do those two-for-one trades and you can oversell your players because you're sitting pretty. You're fucking sweet. Yeah. So oversell some of your bench players to get one good player and they'll think you they'll go, won you, the lotto. You go with two or three-for-one. <laughs> You're building up, building up your um, best players, and you're also freeing up a bench spot. Which at this time of the season, it's pretty important to be able to to easily just swoop into the waivers and pick someone up. Exactly, you and have to drop someone half decent to pick up someone um, half decent again. And you're talking to people that are desperate that they they need yeah. to win this round. They need a good good player with a good matchup to win this round. So if you're like me, start you know. Fucking getting down there in the WhatsApp. Just go, hey, brother, notice that, you know, a couple of your CTWs don't have great matchups, bro. You're going to need, you're going to need a win here to keep, keep in the race. You know, I've got these guys on the bench. I've, I'm obviously not using them. I could really do with, you know, a top tier 2RF, you know, just start making the conversation. They, they're desperate. They need to win. Take advantage. You're a, you're a disgrace. I'm and doing it now. I would 100% do it. Yeah, you have to. You have to, bro. You have to. That, and this is the thing. This is what getting the week off affords you. Yeah. Affords you this sort of flexibility. So don't just sit on your hands. Keep working, baby. Keep grinding. Hustle. It's all about the graft, isn't it? Hustle, baby. Um, all right. Let's get into plays and focus. So we switched it up a little bit here because we were doing guns with a really good strength of schedule, but obviously at this time of the season, it's really hard to get trades over the line. So we thought we'd talk about some guys that are under 35% ownership, so guys that are going to be available on waivers and free agents that have a good run also. My guy is Kelma Tulagi, 17% ownership, which is, which is just fucking crazy, 17%. Um well, I try and pronounce it differently. I always want to say Tuolagi, which is how you pronounce Muzz's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Kelma's pronounced differently. Okay. Tuolagi. Tuolagi. Yeah. Well, you're not the person to be talking to about pronunciation of fucking names. I'll tell you that much. I've been quite good this season. I've been quite good this season. Yeah, it's disappointing. There's been a couple of bad ones, but yeah. So, Kelma, average 41, three-round average of 68, five-round average of 56. Ooh. Last three Ooh. games, 61, 62, 82, averaging 68 over those last three games, averaging 73 minutes, 28 tackles a game, 12 runs a game, 2.7 tackle breaks a game, 1.7 offloads, and 0.7 line breaks in those three games. So, he also had a try assist last week. He's sexy as fuck, man. Um, so just coming off those games, you're just like, yeah, I'm looking at him. He looks good. But let's and take that, a look. That, 80, that 82 was in a beaten team. But heavily pretty, beaten team. Pretty heavily beaten team yep. against the Knights. So yep. that's interesting. So let's look at the upcoming oppositions um, in the next few rounds here. So round 22, got the Sharks. Staunch defense. But like we said in the matchups, the only position they're weak against is where Kelmer's playing. They concede the fifth most supercoach points to left 2RFs. They also concede 10% of the total tries that they concede to left 2RFs. That's the third most tries overall to that position. Great matchup. Round 23 against the Roosters. Roosters concede the eighth most supercoach points to left 2RFs and 8% with the eighth most tries to left 2RFs. Another good matchup. 
Round 24, the Dragons. They concede the second most Supercoach points to left two RFs. 10% of their total tries to left two RFs and the second most tries to that position. Fuck me, that's sexy. Then if you want to go all the way to 25, you've got the Raiders. They concede the most points, the most points, uh, uh, Supercoach points to left two RFs. 8% with the six most tries to that position. So they're all fantastic matchups. All of them are so fucking sexy. He has the third best strength of schedule for round 23 and 24. I mean, as far as edge back rowers that are available under 35% who have a great strength of schedule, he is leaps and bounds above everyone else. It's crazy. It is fucking crazy. You need to go get this guy. Yeah. I Look, I, I am surprised that he's, um, he, he was scoring that well especially against the Knights in a, in a beaten team. So, look, he, he, he really optimised when I saw him um, a year or two ago, but, and then he got the knee injury. Um, and, yeah, he's come back this season, and he's shown glimpses of, of what I saw a few years ago. And, fuck me, against, that, not, um, against the Broncos, he just tore us apart left, right, and centre. Yeah. And he, he's a fantastic ball runner. Needs to fix up a few defensive issues and in, in reads in his game, but mate, he's a he's a player for the future. And look, he's got a great run, and you can see that. Um, and he's linked up with Jock Madden really nicely as well. Like mm. he had a, a pretty good um, playing uh, relationship with Luke Brooks. Like Luke Brooks yep. was using him a lot, but um, it seems to be the same carbon copy um, to to the Jock Madden. He likes to use him close line. He loves that short ball off the hip, put him in space. So, yeah, I just, fuck, I just love him. What a book him. Um, no, he's, and that strength of schedule is, is pretty impressive. Fucking well. unbelievable. And think about that when you're putting ATSs on as well in these upcoming games. Like, mm. if you're conceding 10% of your total tries to edge back rollers, that is monstrous. Yeah, it's huge. So fucking yum. He scores a try, he'll get 100 plus. Yeah. Woo, what do you got? All right, mate. I'm I'm going a different different method. I'm going uh, big BK, Brian Kelly, uh, left center for the Titans. 38.8% ownership, 46.4 um, 46, um, average. Nothing, nothing special there. Um, but the Titans are a team that are starting to attack more. So one of the issues that the Titans have had all season is their lack of attack. And um, look, we've seen in the last few weeks, they've tried a few things. Things are starting to click a little bit. Um, So he's got tries in each of his games after um, breaking back into the team with a 58-61 against Melbourne and the Raiders. Now, it's specific about the Melbourne and Raiders because they they statistically keep left centres very fucking quiet so the fact that he's been able to um to to top 55 against them even with a try is pretty fucking good now looking back last year and the year before in 2021 he averaged 67.5 from around 20 onwards and in 2020 scored two tons in his last five games so he comes home with a wet sail um and he's he is running headlong into Mad Monday, um, but doesn't stop. Doesn't stop there. He plays against Manly, Dragons, Newcastle, and then the Warriors. 
So Manly, tougher game, but they defend the worst against left centers, conceding 58.8 points per game, and they're the second worst in the league against left edges as a whole. Mm. Moving on to next week, you've got the Dragons. So they've got a mid-range defense against left centers. So um, he'd be obviously marking up against Lomax. Um, but they've got the sixth worst defense against the left edges as a whole. Pretty good matchup. On to the Knights. So the Knights have the third worst defense against the left edges and the second worst defense specifically against the, um, the left centers. They've been conceding 55.1 points per game. So this is another one where you, you definitely be firing him up for, and he he will he will deliver. And then if you're playing round 25, he's got the Warriors, and the Warriors have been conceding everywhere. Um, but they've got the the fourth worst defense to both the left edge and specifically to the left center. So it's just matchup after matchup after matchup for him. And look, he's he's going to be available on waivers. He's possibly just going to be available on freeze when you're listening to this. So swoop in, pick him up, mm. have him as your has him as your fifth CTW, fire him up when you um and look, it, I haven't looked at when when those games are in, in the round, but if they play early, you can you can purge your bench and, and use him as an AE. Hmm. Fuck yeah. Like I do like that. You can't lie with those stats. He has got an incredible run, and he has proven previously that he finishes the season on a high. Brian and the fact Kelly. that, they, and I, I couldn't believe that he um, he put up the put up. Like they're not massive scores, but against Melbourne and the Raiders, like they, they haven't they don't concede against the centers. Yeah, that's hectic. Yeah, I do like that. I wasn't as keen on him but now looking at that yeah exactly and I do like that AJ Brimson's back at 5'8 because he does like to yes. go short to him and he does like that little grubber in behind the line that um, BK likes to clean up as well and and BK he, he's got a bit of a kick in him as well so you'll see that through the season he's, he's got a fair few um, force force dropouts and and other and, and like try assists just from that that little ex, exploit in, the, in his game nice I like it they're two great Player and focus there, guys that you need to go get right now if they're available on your free agents for the run home. But now, bro, guess what time it is? Oh, buddy. Super cool survival. <laughs> oh, Carroll, Let's go with three right hands. Turn retaliate. They come in the ball over the park. Oh, there's a big punch up in centre of ground. Nate Miles with a left and a right from Gallon. Let's do it. The result after round 20, this is the first round. So Natty was leading by 19 points. So he he pumped out a 520. Um, He used up a fair few of his big guns. um, And then I put up a 501. Didn't use as many guns, um, but I was pretty happy with that result. Um, But the comeback was on for round 21. So um, I come into this round now, leading by 43 points. I, I put down a, a 627, which is huge for, um, for Survivor. And then you've, you've put up a, a 565. It, it, was, it was a very high scoring round. Um, but Natty, mate, you, you had Drinky, you had Hines, Lane. They all, they all turned up. 
The only scorer that actually went below 50 for you was, was Tappanay. I know. It must, have, it must have hurt. And your mate Dewey. Oh, as yeah, well. Dewey. Yeah, so you haven't had too much luck with the centres, but um, but look, um, I had I had Trill and Munster just absolutely brain it. Um, yeah. And then, I, and then had the late scratching of, of Billy Kicks, fired up um, Kaloa Matangi and pulled up a 93. So Unbelievable. Loved, loved that. So. And, and to be honest, like, I'm so I'm trailing by 43 points now. I'm so happy with that. Like You should have, you should have been trailing by... By a lot more. My hundreds, I thought. Yeah. Like, you had a 152, a 147, and a 93. Like, I was just yeah. like, oh, there's no way I can come back from that. But, yeah, like you said, three tons and a 97 kept me in I the was, game. I was super disappointed with the Blake Braley um, Simbin. Um, yes. that, that hurt. That hurt me, but to the tune of probably 20 to 30 points. 100%. Big yeah. time. So that was that that hurt a lot. What about the upgrade from Grant from fifty four? Was he on sixty oh, something? Sixty something. Ninety seven. Because I was I was whacking him in as as the um, as the games were finishing, and I, I had to look twice because did I fucking put it in wrong? No, that was that that hurt. Yeah, and O'Sullivan <laughs> played really well as well for me as my plug. Yeah, that was a, that was a great plug plug pick. Um, yeah, so I think we, we both and didn't even. We both just nailed that that round. Oh, yeah. Really, just absolutely killed it. It was a heavy, heavy round, man. All right, I've got some ground to make up. It's my pick first, isn't it? It is. It is. I'm going to go Ruben Garrick as my CTW. Oh, good, good pick. I'm going to go a plug first. I'm going to go Saab. Yeah, he was my fucking. Damn it! So you went, you went Garrick fullback. Uh, CTW. Hmm. Sabi, Sabi, Sabi as a plug really has rattled my cage. Yeah, I was I was hoping that'd be the case. Um all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Britain Nakora as my two RF. Britain Nakora. Okay. Okay. I'll just um, give you a bit of a tip there. I, I, I wouldn't have gone for him at all. So. He he has the best um, try scoring matchup for edge back rowers. Oh no no no! I I hundred percent agree. But um, I'm I'm going to go Ramey. Oh no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take that back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Cook, cook. for Hooker. There's your Hooker, yeah, nice. I'm going to go Josh Papali as my front row forward. That's my next bit. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Yeah, well done. Nice one. Um, I'm going to go for my half. I'm going to go DCE. Yep. Mine are pretty easy from now on. Um, we go Burton in my halves. Yeah, I mean that was that was a no-brainer. Um, I am gonna go. I need a front row forward. You've already got one. TRF, you've already got one. We both need a fullback. That's interesting. Yeah, um, mine's easy. And you can't pick him. 
Oh no. Oh, I'm actually gonna go left left wing on this. Um wait, is um is AJ he's not dual, is he? Brimson? Yeah. Um no. after after playing with that fullback? Oh, let me have a look. Yeah. Bear with on. me. Yep, he's fullback dual. Yeah, I'll go Brimson. Fullback. Nice, 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 nice. Hmm, I'm going to go, well, after fucking sucking his dick or podcast, as my plug, I'm going to go Kelmar to Luggy. I like it. Yeah. He, he, he is going to go well. Um, well, you've already gone to tour F, so it doesn't necessarily matter what I go next. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, just going to go Haas. Haas is your front row forward. I'm going to go Latrell Mitchell as my fullback. Um, oh. Can Lane back it up two weeks in a row? It's the it's the million dollar question, isn't it? Fuck, this is this is this is a big one because I, <laughs> I did back I did back in Liam Martin as well. Um, the funny thing is, there's not that many matchups, but I mean, the, the best matchup out of the lot was was um, Young, so I might I might just get Young. Yeah. I had Britton Nakora and Hudson Young. They are the clear 2RF matchups for mm. both super coach and try scoring opportunities. So, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Uh, I'll go Blake yeah, Bar- yeah. Braley as my hooker. And I bet he's going to do a good job for you too. Yeah. He's nice matchup there for, for Blakey. That's my team. I think this, one, this one's a bit more even this week. Yeah. Oh, actually, actually, with Tromit and Garrick, you probably got me, I think, in, in on paper. I mean, on paper. Yeah, who knows? Matchup wise, it's it's fairly even. That's that's me done, isn't it? You got one. That's more? you. That's a, that's all of us done. Is it? Oh, I've got oh, actually Ramian at CTW. Uh, yeah, if nice. I haven't already yeah. picked him, good, good yeah. one. All right, call him out. So for for Natty, he's got a fullback, Latrell Mitchell at uh, CTW. He's got um, Ruben Garrick at, in the halves. He's got um, Matty Burton. Two RF. He's got Britton Nakora. Front row forward, Josh Papali, Hooker, Blake Braley, and his plug is Kelma Tuolagi. Um, so for me, for Walker, I've got fullback, I've got Brimson. Uh, CTW, I've got Jesse Ramian. And the halves, I've got DCE. 2RF, Hudson Young. Front row forward, Payne Haas, the indestructible man. Um, hooker, I've got Damien Cook. And my plug is Jason Saab. Here we go. Can I make up some ground? Now, after this round, it gets really interesting because we've fucking used up a fair few big well, dicks. Well, you've, um, you've used Teddy and Luttrell after this week. Yeah. So, well, I had to use Luttrell this week because it gets bad for Luttrell. It, 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 gets, it gets awful. It gets yeah. awful for Luttrell. So... Um, well, I will I will make a bold statement and say that no one picks Cody uh, Walker rest of the season. Yeah. I'm not expecting that to happen. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I think, like, um, did you pick Alex Johnston at any point? No. no. So you've missed the boat on, on Alex Johnston because yep. his matchups are going to dry up as well. 
it's um it's it's a tough time of it. It's going to get um, very interesting from here got, on out. And I've got a nice little Heinz pick for around twenty five. That's all right. Um, I got Heinz at one hundred and fifteen. I'm happy with that. One hundred and twelve. One hundred and twelve. But look, hey, he's coming up against the Knights, and the Knights are going to be in in party mode by that stage. So. Thanks for coming. Mm, true, 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 true. I just hope they don't fucking rest him. Yeah, well, that's that's the other. The, the later <laughs> yeah. the later we get in this season, the the more risk we are, you know, getting up and um, teams resting some of these guns. So, do you hold on to them? Do you use them? Yeah. Oh, it's good gear. All right, let's get into some questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. You want answers? You know the question. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? I'm Ron Burgundy. Alrighty. Uh, we've got a few. Saved them all from the uh, Wave of Wire podcast. We've got a few here. Let me get them up. Uh, there it is there. Nakora, Davey, or Butcher for a 2RF this week. Could run oh, Telecom. Could run Talakai, but low CTW with new or out, May injured. Yeah, Nakora's definitely got the best match up there. Yep. It's it's Nakora by by a mile, but um, for season long, I really do like Davey. He's, he's been unreal. Any news on May being injured now? I heard that he, he picked up he picked up a bit of a niggle during the game. I'm not sure what it was. But yeah, I heard, I heard something on the pipeline this morning. So obviously if you've got May, if you were uh, going to use him this week, get a backup ready and keep your eye on team lists. Yeah. Simple as that. 100%. Hey boys, out of Trindle, Fogarty and O'Sullivan, who do you start and who would you use as your AE? So he's saying drop one. Who was it? Trindle, Fogarty and O'Sullivan. So Trindle and Fogarty have the better matchups. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd be playing those two, but yeah, I don't know if I'd I wouldn't really want to drop any of them. Yeah, I think yeah, if you just go if you're gonna if you're gonna drop actually drop someone to the waivers, it's obviously gonna be tricky Trindle. Yeah. Because Moylan's gonna be back at some point. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, statistics-wise, um, Trindle and Fogarty have got the better yep. match up there. Um, but yeah, O'Sullivan just looking really good. He might put a good score up against the top, uh, the the Storm, especially um, mm. against their right edge defense. So maybe it is Fogarty and, and O'Sullivan as the play. Yeah, tough one. I have Savage at fullback. Would you start Cola or Avarillo ahead of him? Savage versus would, Dragons uh, is tasty. I would, oh, yes, uh, yes, but uh, he's just coming back from injury, though. So I, I'd probably, I'd probably have um, Avarillo because Avarillo's got a decent matchup this week against the Warriors. He does, so but he I'd, needs I'd probably, a try to get fifty-five. He he will, but I'd back him in to score two in that game. I'm going to back Savage there. We'll go head to head on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, fair play. Uh, also, who replaces Foz? Surely Des taking the piss naming him. Um, yeah, if I had to pick, if we're looking at the bench there, you would think Dylan Walker comes on there. Oh, he's um, done he, He's done it before where he's brought fucking um, Schuster from the reserves into the starting side. So I can't imagine Schuster playing six. I reckon Dylan Walker gets a shot. He's supposed him. to be playing six next season. 
Yeah, just because Foran's obviously going up to the Titans, isn't he? He's the fourth string to RF and the third string five eight. Schuster. Yes. Yeah, he is. Um, um, I- cheers! Oh, just the guy telling us cheers for your help. Um, you guys have been epic. Yep. Thanks, bro. Thanks, um, bro. Callum, legend. Um, Callum. Ca- Captain on lane for feeder or drinky? Uh, not drinky. Mm. Uh, Fafita Fafita has the better matchup Especially if he's playing on the left Fafita's probably got the better matchup And plus Then you're putting a captain on a player that's playing In the last game So you get a really good Especially playing VCs as well A a fair bit of a slider Yep, of how your opponent's going Um, So I do like that Would you lads play O'Sullivan or Fogarty this week? So Fogarty has the matchup, so I think you'd have to back him, especially because on that right edge they have the matchup. Yep. Um, do I offer Clemmer for Tapenay? The buy, buy low scenario. I love yeah, Clemmer's I mean, matchup. I, I, I always picked him as my front row. If you're if you're huge um, to make the final. Because you, the thing is, you, you, you're buying a player that is not 100% going to come yeah. back this week or next week. Yeah. Um, so, it's a risk. Well, no, he's not, He's definitely not coming back this week, but no. he might not be back next week. Yeah. Um, it's a huge risk because Comer's been absolute beast mode. When Who be angry when he gets back to after that, all oh, that bullshit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Probably not. I think I'd stick with Clemmer. Yeah, I know. Um, what CTWs to play out of Toops, Suwali, Nofa, May, Tars, Best? So obviously he's saying pick four. So there's he's one, got, two, he's, three, he's four, some, five, six. So drop two. He's drop, got some sensational ones. Yeah. yeah. Do you drop drop Best? You can't play Toops and Suwali. No. Uh, so, I'd, I'd, drop, I'd probably drop Suwali because at least you got the Toops um, – like base yep. to go from. So best and Suwali. Best and Suwali, yeah. Yep, I agree. Do I hold Tracy and run with Sivo, Talakai, Oates, New, May, or Waver, Saab, or Miller? Waver, Saab. Waver, Saab. Yep. In a heartbeat, Waver, Saab. Yep. And then and then immediately get rid of him. Yep. So obviously <laughs> you've got two really good matchups in Sivo and Oates in your team. Um, so obviously they're big players. Get Saab mm. in there. Then you've got three out of the top five best matchups of the round which in is, your team. Which is huge. Huge, yeah. huge. Yeah. Uh, Lockie Miller or Corey Oates? Corey Oates. Corey Oates. Uh, hold the hot hand to Tola or pick up Hawes Brah. Assuming um, he's if back. you can if you can get both, keep Totola because Totola yeah. has been absolutely burning it. But Mavoya yep. um, Horsburgh, he is a fantastic second or third uh, for our forward option. Oh, I agree. Yeah, don't don't overthink the room there. If you've got Totola, keep him. Yeah, exactly. Do I trade May for AJ? Bad time to be picking up AJ. <laughs> Yeah, for, I, for this round, if you if you want AJ for this round, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a, he's got a good matchup this week, but yeah, it's probably not. But. Both of them are on a steady. Well, AJ's been on a steady incline, but he's about to go into a steady decline. And Talent May has just been, yeah, yeah, he's going in the wrong direction. He's been going in the wrong direction for about a month. So it's, if you need yeah, a win this week though, and you can get May for AJ over the line, I love that. I fucking love yeah. that. And this is this is the peak time, the peak time 
to get rid of AJ. Yeah. Because um, you'll, be, you'll be selling a 70-point player who is not going to be a 70-point player for the next three rounds. Or yeah. next four four rounds. We've got another May question here. How many more failed multis until we give up on Taylor May? Yeah, stop <laughs> stop betting on him. I, I, I really oh, don't I see. Stopped, I, stopped, I stopped betting on him as an ATS about three weeks ago. Like um, like I said, O'Sullivan likes to go short and direct. So mm. Tungo and um, Kikau are going to be the beneficiaries there. Tungo did fuck all last week, though. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, but that's how, we, that's how it is. Like, yeah. No, no. Just up and downs with him. Um, last question. Need a fantastic plug and play. Five eighth or fullback, please. Ponga and Kennedy both down. Mm. So Jamin Salmon, um, nice five eight pickup. Um fullback. Want, fullback's such a tough one. I'm trying to think who else um, we had there for fullback. Uh for five eight. Uh we had Avarillo. We had um uh, tricky Trindle, halfback 5'8". Tr- tricky was both last season. I'm not sure if he is this season. Um, Trindle. No, he's just halfback this season. Mm. So he, he was both last season. I think your best. Tex Hoy against the Broncos. Yeah, it's a one-week play, but yeah, it's a plug and play anyway. Yep. That's probably it. To be honest. Oh, Dejan Arcee. Dejan Arcee. Like, I, I I did speak about him in the, the waiver podcast. Like, he is, he's been one of their shining lights in attack, and he's always one of those likely characters. Yeah. I'd probably go, so, go Arcee up against the mm. um, the dogs there. It's probably yeah. your best um, plug-and-play option there at 5'8", and there's just fuck all for fullback. It's just dire straits. It's not. It's Barney Rubble. Yep. Big time. All right. That's the questions done, and that's us done, bro. Where is this? Another- didn't even finish that second beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't open the second one, did you? Hey, hey. I, did. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear that sweet cracking sound. That's because you were too busy talking bullshit. <laughs> it's what I do best. It's what I do best. Right, bro. Um, look, hope to see you in round 23. I really do. Do yeah, your best. Well- do your best, bro. Um, because then the podcast is going to be fantastic because it's going to be me versus you. Winner goes to the grand final. Um, look, I have all the faith in the world in you, bro. I, I really think you can do it. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I, 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 firstly, fuck you, and secondly, see you next week. Yeah, I'll see you then, baby. I'll see. You. Like I said, I said to you. Like, I said I'll be. I'll like I'll be there in round twenty-three. You've just got to get there. Now you, you've gone the long way. Granted, but let's hope you get there. <laughs> Very wobbly, speed wobbles. It's like those fucking YouTube clips of those fucking ten-year-old kids was, going down on their scooters, just going. I was going health leather. I was going health leather, and I needed to pop, pump the brakes a little bit. I needed to pump the brakes. And- need a reality check, did you? Tell the boys, come on, you're getting getting ahead of yourselves. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. That's the final sign, rubbers. Make sure you go follow us on all the socials. You know where to go: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the main ones. So yeah, we we still on Discord. Yeah, Discord's going still. This Discord is is great. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm I'm on there all the time. I'm on there all the time. I live on Discord. I live on Discord. Um, yeah, fuck. That's it for the rub. Remember, there are many things that men can do each time. 
And this is better than those things. You're damn rook. See you around 23, bro. Yeah, now. Hooroo, champion. Jesus Christ. Well, I haven't had a beer and a half. I've had four. Yeah, my beer and a half's worth your four. See you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. You can take me now. I have seen it all. Get that India. Ta-da.